Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. The Super Delicious Cereal presents... The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. And today, the man who calls himself Mr. Phillips promises to tell Inspector Henderson his story. We'll join them in a moment. But right now, here's a word from your announcer. Okay, Dan. Say, gang, even though Christmas Day is over, most of you fellows and girls still have some vacation left from school. And during the holidays, the kids in our neighborhood are going great guns on their collection of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pet. Why, I've seen the kids in huddles comparing notes on how many comic buttons they've collected so far and swapping duplicates with each other and showing off how snappy these buttons look pinned on their jacket or their dress or cap because these comic buttons are just about the brightest and the smartest things you ever saw. They're done up in full comic strip colors, red and blue and black, and they're made of sturdy metal too, so they'll last and last. And every one of the 18 different buttons has a true-to-life picture of one of your favorite funny paper characters. There's even one of Superman himself. And say, aren't these comic buttons easy to get? You don't send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. But every time Mom opens a new package of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep, there's your exciting prize. One of these slick-looking comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. Tell Mom you'll eat lots of P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, the adventures of Superman. When Lois Lane called at a jewelry shop for a handsome silver-encrusted atomizer ordered by a man believed to be Mr. Jones, the mysterious criminal leader who had boasted he could destroy Superman, Clark Kent and Inspector Henderson trailed the girl reporter to a church. It was Christmas Eve. And to the amazement of Kenton Henderson, the choir leader at the church answered perfectly to the description of Mr. Jones. As Superman, Kent left and returned with Batman, who positively identified the choir leader as Jones. Henderson arrested both Jones and Lois, and the man who at first insisted his name was Phillips, then offered to reveal a strange story. As we continue now in a small music studio almost filled by a baby grand piano with Batman on guard in the front hall... The slender, scholarly-looking choir leader sits opposite Henderson, Kent, and Lois, and nervously fingering his pince-nez glasses, begins his story. Listen. I'm going to tell you a secret I've kept locked in my heart for many years. I didn't believe anything could ever make me reveal it. But now... But now that we've got the goods on you, you decided to come clean, huh? Or is this another trick? I assure you it is not, Inspector. Well, if it is, it won't work. You can take my word for it. I understand. I want to tell you about two brothers who loved each other very dearly. I'm not interested in two brothers. I'm interested in two stolen pieces of kryptonite that you said you were going to use to finish Superman. Now, where are they? Well, how would Mr. Phillips know where the kryptonite is? He tricked the Scarlet Widow into telling him and then shot her, that's how. The Scarlet Widow? What? You're mad, Inspector. You're stark staring mad. Now, wait a minute. Look, that line won't get you any place, Miss Lane. 
You know Phillips is Mr. Jones? I know. Yes, you. Well, I never Lois, heard... Inspector, stop it. We're not getting anywhere this way. Well, then I... Now, we agreed to listen to this man's story, so let's do it. Fair enough, Kent. Go ahead. Say your piece. Yes, Inspector. I started to tell you about two brothers who were very close to each other. But while they were in college, one of them, we'll call him Richard, was seriously hurt in an automobile accident. For a long time, he was not expected to live. And when he finally recovered, he was changed. How do you mean, changed? He was altogether different, Mr. Kent. He mistrusted everyone, and soon he began to hate everyone. He hardly ever talked to anyone, and, and when he did, it, it was to say something sneering or nasty. I don't see where this is getting us any place. Please let me finish, Inspector. Okay. In our, uh, in the two brothers last year at college, Richard, the one who had been in the accident, was expelled for stealing. He was furious. He said it showed that everyone was against him. He swore he'd get back at them. Then he forged his father's name to a check. That practically bankrupted his father, and Richard disappeared. He was mentally sick. Well, of course he was. I'm beginning to get the drift of all this, Jones. You're hoping to beat a murder rap by pleading insanity. Well, just a minute, Inspector. You don't understand. I I haven't been telling you about myself. Huh? What do you mean? I've been telling you about my brother. Your brother? Yes. Oh, I think I get it. You see, Inspector... Hold it, can't let him talk. Go on, Jones. My brother's name actually is Richard. We're twins. And I'm very much afraid that Richard is the man you speak of as Mr. Jones. Good heavens! What? How do you like that guy trying to pull a gag like that on me? Look, mister, we've wasted enough time. Uh, just a moment. I, I'll prove that I'm telling the truth. Hey, where are you going? Just to this cabinet. There's something in it you should see. Now, don't get any ideas like pulling a gun. There are no guns in the cabinet, Inspector. You stay out of this, kid. Here, I, I have an album here which I'd like to show all of you. Uh, perhaps you'd like to call the gentleman in the strange costume who identified me as Mr. Jones. That man? No, I want him to stay in the hall and watch the entrance. But don't worry. He can hear everything. Very well. Here, I, I'll set the album on the piano where you can all see it. Now, here are photographs of Richard and myself as infants. We were, as you can see, identical twins. Well, yes. What cute babies. Ah, baby pictures don't mean a thing. What's that? A... Oh, I, I see what you mean. Here, I'll skip to where we're older, then. Here we are in high school. Well, I could tell one of those boys was you, Mr. Phillips. Well, I couldn't. Well, uh, how about these pictures of us in college, then, Inspector? Huh? Now, these were taken before Richard's accident. You certainly recognize me there, don't you? He'd have to be blind if he didn't. Is that so? Yes. Okay, so those pictures do look like you and like you've got an identical twin brother, too. But I've seen plenty of trick photography. Of all the suspicious people. It's my business to be suspicious. Particularly where murder is involved. Now, look, Mr. Jones, or Phillips, if you're telling the truth, I suppose you've got some birth records around. Unfortunately, I, I haven't. Uh-oh. Well, I didn't think you did. You see, my father was town clerk in the little Iowa town where Richard and I were born. He and mother lived in the town hall. And when a fire destroyed it and then... Yeah, they... yeah, I get it, I get it. All the records were lost, including the birth records of you and your twin brother. Honest, Jones, for a guy who was head of the Crescent and Star Mob, <laughs> you ought to be able to do better than that. I swear it's the truth. Well, where is this twin brother of yours? I... I don't know. Sure, sure. Now, let's get going. We've wasted too much time already. You too, Miss Lane. Me? Naturally. Unless it was your twin sister who picked up the atomizer for Jones this evening. Come on. No! Clark, don't let Just him. Just a moment, Inspector. I you... told you before to stay out of this, Ken. But... Okay, Jones. Hold out your right hand. You hold out your left, Miss Lane. Please, Inspector, wait one moment. You're wrong, and I can prove it. Or rather, Mr. Phillips can. I'm not listening to any more twin brother gang. You won't have to. Now, Mr. Phillips, 
An innocent girl's reputation and freedom are involved here. And there's a little business of a murder. So I think the thing to do is to convince Inspector Henderson he's wrong, don't you? Well, I... I, I know how you feel, Mr. Phillips. But at a time like this... You're right, Mr. Kent. I, I'll do it. Do what? Prove he's not Jones, of course. In the only way that'll convince you. Go ahead, Mr. Phillips. Puzzled, Inspector Henderson and Lois Lane look at the thin, scholarly-looking choir leader. What does Clark Kent mean? How can Phillips prove he is not Mr. Jones? We'll return in a moment to find out. But first, here again is your announcer. You know, uh, the other day I was talking to a certain young lady who lives in our park, and she was telling me how she's going to knuckle down to collecting those swell comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pet. Of course, she's been collecting them right along, but now she's discovered that her brother is way ahead of her, so she's going to get busy. She has some duplicates that she wants to trade with some of her pals and add different buttons to her collection that way, and of course, all new ones that she gets will be pinned right away with the others on her jacket. We were also talking about how smart-looking these buttons are with their true-to-life pictures of favorite funny paper characters like Smokey Stover and Herbie and handsome, powerful Superman himself. Now, maybe you'd better take a tip from that girl and get busy on your collection. Just ask Mom to get you a good supply of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. That's the easy way to get these comic buttons. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop, and you can't buy them anywhere. But inside the Pep package, there's your exciting prize. One of these brilliant comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. Remember the name. It's P-E-P, Pep. Made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. In the small music studio of Mr. Algernon Phillips, or is it Mr. Jones, Clark Kent has just challenged the choir leader to prove he is not the head of the criminal Crescent and Star Gang. And Phillips has agreed. You're right, Mr. Kent. Miss Lane's reputation and freedom are involved. Under the circumstances, my conscience will not permit me to protect Richard any longer. Sounds like double talk to me. Just a moment, Inspector. All right, go on, Mr. Phillips. Tell him about the atomizer. Yes. How... You see, Inspector, I I purchased that first atomizer for my brother Richard. You did? Yes, I I neglected to tell you that as the years went on, Richard became a fanatic about disease. He was deathly afraid of germs and infections. Christmas, I was passing the jewelry for Fair and Son. I saw a beautiful atomizer in the window. It was made of lovely crystal encrusted with silver. The price was really more than I could afford. But I could not resist buying it for Richard. You said he disappeared. How'd you expect to give it to him? Well, on Christmas Eve each year, Richard telephones me. On a few occasions, he's even come to see me. Really? Yes. Richard was mad about the atomizer I bought him. For the first time since we were in college, I... I heard a kind word, a word of thanks from him. I did not hear from him last Christmas, but early this afternoon he phoned me. He was quite distracted. He he said he had just broken his atomizer. That's the one we found in the bookshop, Lois, where the Scarlet Widow was shot. Oh, I'm beginning to get this now. All right. Go on, Mr. Phillips. My brother wanted to know where I'd bought the atomizer, the one that he'd broken. I, I told him that I'd get him another one because I wanted to see him again. I told him I'd have it for him tonight. And because Miss Lane's office is near Thayer and Son, I, I asked her if she would pick it up for me. Well, never mind that. What did your brother say? He said, uh, he said he would either come for it himself tonight or send Tara. There. You hear that, Inspector? Mm, yeah, it's okay if it's true. 
Who's Tara? Tara's a Hindu boy who attached himself to my brother when he was in India several years ago. He's devoted to him. I see. And your brother said either he or the Hindu boy would come here tonight, is that it? Yes. Yes, he told me to be sure to be alone, and I promised that I would. I had no idea this terrible thing would would come up or, or that Richard could be a murderer. Well, maybe this makes things a little different. That's Batman. Somebody's coming. It's a boy wearing a turban. It must be Tara. He's coming up the walk. Well, how do you know, Clark? Oh, uh, I, I... He's right. Now, look, Kent. You and Batman slip out the back way and around to the front of the house. I'll be on the back stairs with Miss Lane. You, Phillips, give the boy the atomizer and say nothing about us. You savvy? Okay, Batman. Go out the back door with Ken. Now, come on, Miss Lane, and move fast. And if this is a trick, lady, and you try anything, it'll be just too bad for you and your choir leader friend. That's the bell. Now, do your stuff, Phillips, and make good. Come on, everybody, out the back way. If this is on the level, we'll have Mr. Jones behind bars tonight. Well, I, I'll do my best. I'm coming. I'm coming. Hurriedly, Inspector Henderson, Clark Kent, Batman, and Lois leave the studio apartment by the back door as the bell rings again announcing Mr. Jones' Hindu servant. Will he lead them to Mr. Jones? Or is this a desperate trick? Tomorrow an amazing thing happens, fellows and girls. Something beyond even Superman's and Batman's ability to cope with. So tune in then. Same time, same station for the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday. Same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC publications. Say, gang, you'll get a bang out of this. Kellogg's Variety is back. That's the grand ten-package assortment of six swell Kellogg cereals. Makes breakfast more fun than a picnic. Makes it easy for mom, too. No dishes to wash, thanks to the new Kell Bowl Pack. You can eat right out of it. What's more, these generous packages are great for lunch boxes and outings. So ask mom to hurry and get Kellogg's Variety at the grocer's her very first chance. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>